Are you looking to franchise, start a new business, begin an exit strategy, sell your company, plan your succession, retire, write a book, become a speaker, create a course? Then stay tuned for what's next. My guest on this episode of What's Next teaches you what you don't learn in school, things you should know but don't, such as how to learn quickly, how to stay focused, how to, how to take care of your personal finance and more. He's used his strategies to learn Spanish in six months, speak eight different languages, grow his LinkedIn presence from zero to 400,000 monthly content views, create a strategy to retire before age 50, and stay focused on his long-term goals in spite of all the distractions that are out there. If you are ready to supercharge your learning and build a foundation for a healthy, fulfilling life, you will want to hear from him. His name is Flo, Flo DeClute. Welcome to the show, sir. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Scott. I'm really, really excited to, to be here and uh, to, to share what I know with the audience. That's awesome. So let's start from the beginning. Where did you grow up and uh, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Oh, man. It's, it's a long story because it's uh, I like to tell people that I'm from everywhere and nowhere at the same time because actually I was born in the US. I was born in Washington, D.C., but both my parents are French. Uh, so when I was born, I stayed about like a year in the U.S. and then I moved to France where I spent uh, most of uh, my childhood and uh, teenage years. I lived in the U.K. for a little bit. Uh, but so, yeah, you could say like I'm American. You could say I'm French. You could say I'm none of it because in some ways I relate a lot to French people. In some ways I don't. So I'm from everywhere and nowhere at the same time. And in terms of what I wanted to do when I grow up, Actually, I wanted to be like an explorer, like an astronaut or a navigator or something. Like I was always fascinated with geography. And uh, there is this really famous French author named uh, Jules Verne. And he, write, he, he, would, he wrote all those really famous uh, adventure novels. And I would love uh, like reading, the, reading the novels and then watching the movies uh, based on those novels because it was, it was just a dream generator, like, you know, all these all these um like all these stories of explorers and like um trying to trying new things and trying to do things that no one else has ever done before i think that was really inspiring for me so and that's that's what made made me who i am today let's get into what you do now so actually like i i've, I've just had a, f a few big changes so i i spent uh, so I spend the bulk of my time like building on LinkedIn, and I try to help people with their learning. So not only uh, young people like make the most out of their college years and their youth, but also um, like mid-career professionals or like you know people about my age, like thirty or a bit older, like forty or their fifties. How can I help them learn better? Because learning is such a critical critical aspect of life. I mean, you know, especially nowadays with the new technologies coming in, uh, you're going to have to learn. You're going to have to learn for a living, essentially. Um, so that's what I do for most of my time. But in the, um, in the near future, I'm going to pivot a little bit more because I just got a job as a growth marketer. Actually, I got, uh, I got hired by one of the, the biggest uh, growth marketers in France to, to work with him and uh, help his clients with their LinkedIn strategies and uh, copywriting. So I'm, I'm going to have to balance, balance both, but yeah. hopefully I'll pull it off. Well, congratulations. 
the website where we can find you is floriandeclute.medium.com. I would assume that is a, you're, you're on Medium, <clears throat> and that's, that's where correct. you write your stuff, right? Uh, that is correct. So I, wrote, I write most of my stuff on LinkedIn, but uh, I do write some longer content, longer form content on, on Medium as well. Before you got serious about LinkedIn, what, what was it that you did before? So I was I was a teacher actually. I was a teacher for three years. I was working at a language school. Uh, what happened was uh, so COVID hit, and you know everybody got sent home. Like you know everybody was on lockdown. I was teaching teaching online, and I wasn't too happy with my job, especially the economy wasn't doing well uh, here in Thailand, and uh, so we were like having like pay cuts and salary cuts. So I, it wasn't really a good a good time professionally. And I thought to myself, you know, I need to do something about it. I need to figure out like an exit strategy because I can't keep making like 70% of what I'm supposed to make and work longer hours. That's just not, that's just not sustainable. Mm -hmm. So about the, around the last week of 2020, so like yeah, the end of last year, I started spending more time on LinkedIn and I started coming across a lot of Justin Welsh content, which is amazing actually. Like, you know, if you guys don't don't follow him, you should definitely give him a follow because he right. he drops nuggets every single day. Um yeah, and then he he was talking about like how, how he built his audience online and how he's selling like products and consulting and coaching online. And, you know, I thought to myself, well, you know what, if this guy can do it, like I can probably do it. Right. So I started, I, I started off. Uh, so I started on January 1st and uh, actually I got lucky because my first post did extremely well. And uh, then I never looked back because I'm, I, it kind of broke my belief barrier. Like, you know, actually I can actually make it work. If there's a formula, I think I've stumbled upon it. If I keep perf perfecting it, I can really get somewhere interesting. What is one of the easiest things about the change of, of transitioning out of the teacher role? Well, I think one of the easiest things was, uh, I mean, LinkedIn is such a great place. Like, you know, I, I, I was lucky to meet some amazing people like yourself and like, you know, like lots of people, um, like not only in my niche, but also in like completely unrelated niche. But I feel like it was such a positive environment and such a supportive environment. Um, and then because I was able to achieve consistency and I was getting results and I was getting um, like lots of views, lots of engagement, then I thought to myself, you know what, I can really make a living out of it. I can really do something. So for me, after a while, uh, you know, the situation didn't get better at my job. Um, I did get into some running with my with my boss. So I thought to myself, you know what, like, I have nothing to lose. Like LinkedIn is such a great and positive place. I'm not in a good place at work right now. So why not just make the change? I mean, what do I have to lose? Worst case scenario, I can always find another job as a teacher. What's your economic engine? Right now, are you coaching people? So right now, I have uh, several streams. So I do sell some digital products. So I have a training called uh, Growing on LinkedIn from Scratch, so which teaches you how to grow from LinkedIn from zero to, uh, so right now I'm at 4 million views since the, when I started. So I share all my blueprint and all my approach in this course. 
uh, and then I also do some coaching. And now I also going to receive a salary for the new job as a growth marketer that I've that I've uh, that I've landed. So it's actually pretty pretty sweet because actually last month I managed to double my salary compared to my previous job salary. That's and so that was that was awesome because I quit back in April. So it took me like four months to double my salary, which is I got I felt I felt really good about myself when, when I realized that. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can understand why. So what right. was the hardest thing about this transition from teaching to what you're doing now? Well, I mean, you know, they say that salary is the most potent drug in the world. And I I understood why like the first you know, the first week you feel great about yourself because you're like, you know what? I'm my own boss. I do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And then after the first week, you're like, you know what? I actually have to make money because, you know, no one's going to pay me. At the- <laughs> no, no one's going to give me a paycheck at the end of the month. Right. And so, you you know, it, it becomes scary because you take you take a bet on your you make a bet on yourself, which, you know, when in hindsight, you know, it's it's the safest thing you can do. But, you know, when you're in the moment, it's something I had never done before. So I think that was the hardest thing, like believing in myself enough to like, you know what, you're going to go out there, you're going to, uh, you're going to sell digital products, you're going to provide coaching, you're going to share what you know. And, you know, now in hindsight, five months down the line, you know, that was one of the best thing I've ever done in my life. But in the moment, I felt, oh, my God, what what have I done? You know, (laughs) and you're a breadwinner as well, right? Right. You have a family, right. So. right? Exactly. So I have to take care for my for my wife. I have to take care for my son. So so it was it was a bit a bit tricky. But luckily, I live in Thailand, where the cost of living is a lot lower. So the threshold to earn a living is a lot lower than like in places like uh, like the U.S., for example. For the person listening today who is currently in a position and they're contemplating chasing a dream, but they're not sure how to go about it, what advice would you give them based on your experience? Uh, the first, I think, you know, one, one misconception many people have about chasing dreams is uh, they have to start, if you have to focus 100% on it and they have to go big or go home, right? I think the wisest option would be to start small and you know just start it on the side you know even if you commit like one or two hours a, a week you know, not even a day like a week just trying to plan like okay this is my dream how could i realistically make it happen and then what steps could i take to make my dream come true and then how can i actually accomplish those steps and you know if you get into that thinking like you know for one, two, three hours a week, and then, you know, those three hours a week become like one hour a day. Then, you know, you start building yourself your exit strategy, and then you can start implementing it. So, for example, for me, I didn't go out on my own on LinkedIn right away. Like, I started posting uh, once a day, and then I moved to twice a day. And then I started becoming more focused. You know, I'm, you know I was testing different strategies, and I was figuring out, like, what value can I can I share on LinkedIn, and how can I monetize it? And then that was a third stage. I became a lot more deliberate with my content. And then I quit my job and I had to double down on it. And then I started monetizing it. So like to, to sum up, like it does you don't have to go big and one hundred percent 
right now. You can just start thinking about it and then create your exit strategy so that the moment you feel ready, the moment you have your blueprint, the moment you're in a financial situation which allows you to do it, uh, then you can just go and execute. So there's four stages that, that go through my mind. The first is both feet are in your current job. Mm -hmm. Stage two is one foot in your job, one foot in the new start. Third stage, actually the three stages, the third stage is both feet in the new thing. So exactly. when, when both feet are in each camp, that's when, as Justin would say, working five to nine to get out of your nine to five. Exactly. That's really. exactly it. Because at the end of the day, uh, you know, everybody has dreams. I've, but I think most people never take action on their dreams because they think it's impossible because it's too big. But then you realize, you know, if you work five to nine, you know, five to nine is like four hours. That's a lot of time, you know, especially if you focus and you know a little bit what you're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, and so you can, so, you know, you can create your exit door and it's great because, you know, not only it's, you know, technically it's a, something that makes you happy because it's your dream, right? So it's, it's not even like a, a, a chore. It's a happy time. And then it cre it's creates a system which allows you to pounce whenever you're ready, which is amazing. I mean, for me, you know, I, I keep thinking back, like I was talking about it with my wife is, um, today, actually. Uh, like, what if I didn't have LinkedIn? Like, what if I was still stuck in that, in that job? Like, you know, I have colleagues who are still working there, but still in, under pay cuts or something. So you know, starting small and being consistent and then letting it grow and, you know, see where it goes, that's the best thing you can do. Because then you will have the opportunity at one point to, to really step it up and it's going to, it's going to be amazing. Flo, thank you so much for taking this time out. Um, as we're recording this, it is what, 10.30 p.m.? It is 10.30, uh, 10.30 p.m. entirely. So I've got you up late. Um, it's only 11.30 a.m. <laughs> my time. So uh, we're catching up to you. Um, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule. Uh, th thank you so much for having me, Scott. I really appreciate it. And it's always a pleasure to, to have a chat with you. This has been another episode of What's Next, the podcast for powerful people who have an eye on the horizon. It's a podcast about real people making significant moves in their lives. My name is Scott Kokenauer. I'm so glad that you've taken time out to tune in. I'll see you on the next valuable interview.